Hey there, friends, it's Nick. So in the Star Wars movie Rogue One, about I think it's about an hour and ten minutes in, there's this lovely shot of a, of a spaceship leaving the atmosphere of a planet, and the camera position, if you like, is set in space, looking down, and the, the ship comes up, and it arcs round, and it kind of zooms past, blasts past the camera position. And at that moment, the director made a choice, which I think is really interesting. He chose to have the camera shake like it would if it was just sat there as, as a documentary and this thing had blasted past it. Although it wouldn't in space, obviously, because anyway, we know that Star Wars space doesn't really conform to the, to the rules of physics. But anyway, the camera shakes and it weirdly gives you that little sense of reality. It, it reminds me of a... My daughter and I watched 28 Weeks Later uh, last week and it was... You know, we'd watched the first film before Christmas and this was the second one. And if you remember me talking about that when we watched the first one, I'd remember 28 Days Later as this very sort of scary um, zombie, although they're not zombies, they're infected, this movie that that was really visceral. And it was that, but it was also a lot lighter in some places and there were a lot more jokes than I remembered. And I thought when we watched it, the first one, I thought, actually, that was not nearly as scary as I remember. And then we watched the second one, 28 weeks later, and it was much more what my memory of the first one had been. It was much more visceral, much more tense. My, you know, my daughter was much more <laughs> on the edge of her seat with a cushion, if you know what I mean. But in that movie, there's another thing where there's a moment where during a, a, an, attack, an attack by the infected, the director chooses to have the blood spatter the cameras. And, you know, you'd have seen that effect probably in something like uh, the 500. Now, it's certainly out there in a genre of movie. But again, it's a decision about creating a kind of almost a, a doc, documentary sort of sense of reality by admitting that the, the camera is there. It's a thing. And these two little touches, well, it also reminds me, there's a third thing, actually. I'm playing Plague's Tale Requiem at the moment, which is a, a sequel to a game, Plague's Tale, which I've talked about before on the PlayStation. And there's some extraordinary things. These The controllers from the PS5, the PlayStation 5, have extraordinary motors inside them. And the motors themselves are not, are not a new idea. They've been around for a couple of generations. But the the effects that are possible to create. And these are haptic effects, like you get on your phone where you you know, you you press a key and the, the phone vibrates. These are haptic effects inside the controllers. And we were walking through one of the scenes. I was walking through one of the scenes in a plague's tale. And it's raining. And on in the controller you just get this this little kind of tickle, this little sense of drops falling. And it's extraordinarily extraordinarily evocative. And the thing that puts these three things together, whether it's Star Wars or 28 Weeks Later or Plague's Tale Requiem, is that there are all these tiny, tiny things that are inconsequential except for the fact that they make the experience deeper. They make it more emotional. And it really got me thinking after I was, it was only a couple of days ago that I had this rain effect. And I've talked before about how when I originally started up my agency, I used to hand do all of the invoices. 
And on the in the margins of the invoices were instructions, visual instructions showing you how to turn the invoice into a paper plane. And I, I had clients who, who loved that. For them, it was a little extra thing that made the difference, that showed we had personality. And it really made me think, actually, about It's worth me spending some time, and maybe for you too, spending some time sitting down, thinking about how can we make this a more real or emotional experience for our clients working with us? Because these things only have to be very, very tiny. You know, there was one one client we worked with when we were, um, when I was running the agency, and when you put something in the shopping bag, the shopping bag smiled. You know, this is this is in sort of the area of emotional design. And maybe you've seen shopping bags that are sad because they're unloved and unused. And I'm not really talking about that, except for the fact the first time that I saw it, it made me really happy. It was a an effect that was way outsized compared to the amount of work it would have taken to do it. And maybe it's worth sitting down this week and having a think because we can get wrapped up in just the the delivery. How can we make this a better experience for our clients? How can we make it remarkable in the original sense, in the Seth Godin sense, that when people use our services, they want to talk about what we've done with other people. And very often it's not about the work. It's about the little things like the blood spatter or the, the camera shake or the the sense of softly falling rain. Thanks for listening. Remember that your story means business. And if you want to dig deeper into the stuff that I do, search online for story.business. Bye now.